ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Thomas Podcast here today. Today I'm joined by Kevin again, and this is a bit early, but you guys are requesting some more F1 content, so I thought I had a free week with nothing going on as we're preparing for episode 100 next week, which has already been filmed. Um, where That's we probably ranked, illusion. Where we ranked every episode of Doctor Who um, ever. Ever? Ever. That must, that's a long podcast, mate. No, it's in two parts. Okay. <laughs> Even still, we haven't we haven't filmed part two yet. Um, I think part <laughs> one's like an hour and a half. Um, so there you go. I mean, um, don't say like I'm joined again, like it's a chore. Like, I mean, no, it's never a chore, Kevin. Never a chore. <laughs> right. So obviously, last podcast, first of all, you guys went bananas with the viewing and stuff. So I much appreciate it to all those who decided to watch it and. That's the reason you get another of these because people have asked for it, and uh, you know, it's entirely due, it, to, due to my influence, of course, you mustn't take any yes, credit. Absolutely, you can't, you can't, you know, absolutely. The Genesis Hark on Twitter has got all the followers, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, this is um, also, I will say, uh, Kevin has got a cough, so apologies if he coughs throughout the podcast. He's recently, I said, don't bids. mention it. I did, well, I mentioned I it, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah well, you now, you've, now you've you got a bid. <laughs> There you go. <clears throat> That's all I'll try and do. Yes. Okay. So obviously, last time we were here, we did predictions. We did everything. Um, yeah, they were wrong. We cut out the window. Um, <laughs> my first question to you, uh, Kevin, is before okay, in, are you enjoying the 2022 season? I, I am. Um, but honestly, I'm not not as much as I was this time last year. And that's, that's, I enjoyed the preseason because obviously we're into a whole, a new era of car. And oh, I God. always find that. <laughs> you've just seen me almost fall off the bed. <laughs> do you want, do you I'll leave to... that. I'll leave that. No, I'll leave <laughs> do that. Do you want to stop? Okay. No, I'll leave that. That's fine. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, so yeah, so um, the, there's a whole new generation of cars. So I always find the pre, pre-season a bit, bit interesting about that, with that. But um, I have never, I'll say this, I never in my life thought I would ever be cheering for Ferrari uh, to, yeah. to, to, to beat the new enemy. It's, the, it's like the, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Red Bull fan, uh, philosophically. Right. I'm not a fan of the... I mean, I, don't get me wrong. You, like said, you love Christian Horner, though, don't you? I can't, stand, I can't stand the man, but I'm, I, I don't not respect Max Verstappen. Of course I do. He's... He's going to win tons of championships. He's clearly very talented, but he, but um, I think Susie Wolf summed it up uh, perfectly in the in the most recent series of Drive to Survive, which was I think to be successful, you've got to be ruthless and all the, all the rest of it. But what I don't believe is you've got to be an asshole, and I really think he's a bit of an asshole. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, sorry, sorry, no, Max abs- fan. Absolutely, um, I agree. Obviously, we're big Lando fans here. But big yeah. George, I'm a big fan of Charles Leclerc as well. Um, but right, we won't go. We won't go race by race. I'm going to essentially throw a few things at you, Kev, and I want to get okay, your go. opinion on them. All right. Obviously, one of the big things going into the season was can the cars overtake more? Is the racing going to be better? And I have to say, I think they've achieved that. Unless your name is Imola. I mean, they've they've achieved like seventy five percent of it. I I would say. Um, yeah. They they can follow closer. Um, yes, Imola, that, that's, that's the mega one. That's the mega one, isn't it? That <clears throat> and that's um, yeah. And I, I, it's not it's not the work of a moment. And I think if if anything's letting, from what I've read, if anything's letting the racing down, it's the it's the tires, and not really the the aero regs. Um, 
but that's yeah. I mean, who, I mean, who knows? I'm not in the car. Uh, I also think as well we've not had the best tracks for overtaking. I mean, we've had um, we've had Bahrain, which is a really good tra- track for overtaking. It was a really good race. Then you had uh, then you had Saudi Arabia. Mm. Mm. Then you had Australia. Oh no! Mm. And now we've had Imola. Oh, I was so hopeful for um, Australia because the the circuit had gone undergone. Oh, a, a it huge was rebound. better. It was better, but only because Alex Albon had the stint of his career. Um, I mean, that was impressive. That was impressive. He yeah. went. 99.9% of the race on one set of tyres and at the last lap when I'll have to fulfil the regulations and change his tyres. That was amazing. Yeah. What, one thing we will say that is incredibly fun this year is that now there's so many more battles up and down the field because you can the cars can follow. You can get so many better fights up and down. So, for example... The Alpines going at it in Saudi was great because it was, like you said, because they can follow now. It was lap after lap after lap of them just consistently going for it. And it was, I mean, really look, fun don't, don't forget, the, in, I mean, in, uh, in uh, Saudi, there was fighting at the front and there was yeah. some good tactical driving at the front between, between yeah. uh, Charles Leclerc and, uh, and Max Verstappen. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, it, it's difficult. I mean, we're all obviously on the hype train. This is going to be the year where the regulations satisfy, uh, you know, everyone's view of what Formula One should be, and it'll, they'll be overtaking left, right, and centre. Formula One isn't that, in my mind. It's it's a bit more of a long like, game. It's strategic. It's it's a game of chess. Yeah. You know, and I think and I think we've seen that in in certain races. You know, with Australia and things where tire is coming to it, and like, oh, do you box? Do you not? This person has box. Should you box? That's that, exactly right. I and mean, that's it. Should be hard, and it should be. You know, it should be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. But I think as well, the one thing that's been good about it is that you kind of have that complement of racing. Uh, the next big thing, Kev, was porpoising. And it is the bane of my existence because I'd never want to go on an onboard camera again. It makes me feel sick. <laughs> I mean, if you think that's making you feel sick. Uh, I, I read yeah, exactly. I read, I read an article with George Russell. He said, this year, my my my, ne- my, you know, my back is is knackered. Like I need, I've trained especially for porpoising. Um, obviously, the Mercedes car is suffering pretty badly with it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can only imagine what it's like. I mean, you can see on the end of the of the of the fast straights, the, these guys are just they're like this the whole time. It must be it must yeah. be horrible. I mean, don't yeah. feel too sorry for the Formula One drivers. So, I mean, you said a quote from I think uh, Matteo Bonotto who said the first car to handle corpusing is going to have a massive yeah. Now we've seen that most cars are still doing it, but some cars can react better to it than others, which is really interesting. Weirdly, actually. weirdly, the Ferrari is still doing it a lot, a lot. Yes, but it's still the fastest car, even by a nose. It's still, it's still, um, it's still, it's still doing that. So I mean, I there's obviously other things at play. Um, I do oh, think absolutely. though that. But, you know, uh, obviously we're big McLaren fans, and the, yes. after the first three races, we we, we shall get I into was... McLaren. We okay, shall right? Get is that another? Okay. okay, that's another topic. That is another topic in of itself. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think overall racing and even the porpoising aspect of it, I think it's made it more interesting this year. Like you say, the F1 should never be overtake, 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 overtake. Never going to happen like that. Never should be that because it would get boring because it would be too long and you just be taking the lap. This lap, Charles Leclerc overtakes Max Verstappen. The next lap, Max Verstappen yeah. gets back through. It'd be like, you know, when you get those kind of pockets for half a lap or a lap of just consistent back and forth, that's the excitement. If that's all the way through, poor old Crofty's going to have an heart attack. Um, <laughs> you know, but, 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 but on on that topic, like the, one of the other things I find fascinating about F one is the development race. Is is the yes. sort of that you kind of challenging of of the you know you start 
with a baseline of what you think you can do and then using your resources let's say you you sort of combat the regulations and you find not necessarily loopholes but you optimize things and i think that's something i always find fascinating some teams are way better at that that than others oh absolutely and I think that's the exciting thing of this year is that still, I think technically, even though I think Ferrari have got one foot in the fastest car, technically, if a car could unlock something, they could easily get themselves straight into that bike. Like It's not game over yet. It's not like last year where it was definitely Mercedes and Red Bull far, far front. At this point, we've seen the leaps that McLaren and other teams have taken forward. If they just do that again, yeah. they could be in it. Mercedes can be in it. And Mercedes, I'll just say for one minute, by the end, by the midpoint of the season, probably will be back in it. I think they're just too, they're too smart not to be. I just, I don't think it'll be with Lewis Hamilton, but hey, we'll get on to that. Well, I mean, yeah, um, who, know, who knows? Not us. <laughs> yeah, boss us. Uh, but also, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about Haas and specifically Kevin Magnussen, because he surprised me, you know. I mean, I did put him on like 15th on my list, but he's been in it from, from, from qualifying one in Bahrain. Yeah. He was on it. He's uh, he's just so like he's so happy just to be. He's there, loving. He? He's loving the car, isn't he? He's loving it. Every loving interview, it. he's like, he's beaming yeah, away. Exactly. Um, I, I was talking to my friend the other day about how, for the first time in a year, he, we can really support Haas again and get behind them because they are yeah. possibly the lowest income team. Um, you know, they, you know, possibly you know, they are independent. We all love Gunter Steiner, so to see him back and smiling and happy. You gotta love that. We all love a bit of Gunter. I actually watched the Drive to Survive episode all about Mazepin yesterday, which yeah, is yeah. R- hilarious because it's just what a dickhead he is. He's like, just give me a different car. Have yeah, you he seen doesn't, that one? He doesn't come have out, you out seen of it that? well. Yeah, I have. I've, you... seen, I've seen the whole series. He doesn't come out of the episode well, but it is interesting that episode. That's, that's... Um, Gunter does though. I love I'm now in the Aldi catalogue. Um <laughs> but yeah, the shoot just... for uh yeah. Um, but it's it's amazing that the, the the some of the things he's you know he said are uh, since then as well Mazepin if you can be bothered to to look yeah it's 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 bad it's bad it's bad reading and I'm happy they got rid of him to be honest I'm happy they're on this new trajectory to be fair as well Mick hasn't hit the ground running this year he's had a few good drives fair fair to him he's had a few good drives um, but <sighs> we've just seen that signed to sign a new contract with Ferrari for another two years. Where does Mick fit into this? If Mick doesn't start, because we know how ruthless Ferrari are, and obviously the Schumacher name is gone, and they want if they, if he can ignite that, they want to keep it. But I mean, Schumacher, yeah, it is, but it only goes so far. I mean, look, let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest. The, the 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 Senna name has been in Formula One and then projected. Bruno Senna, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, it doesn't. It only takes you so far. Like he obviously has to, to to be judged on the the merits of what he can be judged on, and 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 this year is. Is probably where they're going to take the view I mean, because he, you know against against Mazepin is one thing, but against the known quantity, yeah, the, it's a bit the issue different. For him is he wasn't very he wasn't used to um, overtaking and being in battles that much last year, <laughs> so he's kind of been thrown in to to in the deep end. But he's too fair. He's done well. I might be a bit harsh on him. He's done. He's done all right. It's just it seems that at the minute K Mag can hit that extra gear only by a little bit, but it seems like K Mag just has that little bit. But the issue is because of how the differences between the mid pack is so slim, that little extra bit is getting Kev ke- P8s from P7 yeah. sometimes. And, and, and this, that's this is the, the big difference. Yeah, this is the value of experience. I mean, don't forget, I mean, he obviously not a rook anymore, but he, Schumacher's only done one season yeah. in the shitbox. And exactly. 
<laughs> and K Mag's done well. I mean, think about it. He's been around for well. When did he? When did he arrive? Twenty something like 2013, 14, something like that. Right, yeah, right at the beginning of the hybrid era, so more than you think. Yeah, and I think he, he was also on the podium, I think, as well, wasn't he? <clears> in the first race, it was, it was yeah, 2014 well, was, Australia, I think. Yeah, His Perez so it, was in the McLaren twenty thirteen. So this was yeah. So it's sort of a. Uh, I'd, I'd yeah. give him some more slack. No, absolutely. I, like I said, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going out. Schumacher back out he's crap <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying at the minute when you look at the fact that I says we have to get 15 points from four races and Shuey only be able to get zero points from four races it's it doesn't look for good reading I, but obviously what you see on paper isn't always what is in the race no but I I do I do think that I do worry for Schumacher's future if this is his level for the year is what I mean like, I think if he continues to sort of be on the edge they might go right let's put in one of our other drivers because they've got a hell of a lot of them but as you say you know if you were to look at the on paper results of of mercedes this year i mean you and i know you wouldn't dismiss lewis hamilton but based I, purely I, on... I think i think it's accurate to where he would be roughly in race trim i mean because he's seventh at the minute right um which she, I think is fair. He's at a podium and it was a fair thought, but essentially the Red Bulls, well, you know, didn't finish. But at the end of the day, he was still finishing fifth in that race. And he's, you know, yeah, but, but I'm talking, if you, if you base yourself on your, against your teammate, where's, where's George? He's in fourth, he's in third, third, fourth. Third, there you he's go. He's in fourth. He's in fourth. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, let's, let's. Right, let's difficult reading. Really. Let's let's talk about McLaren next because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like we should leave Mercedes in the title fight. Proper. By the way, this will be this will be this will be a shorter time as podcast this week. It won't be, it won't be hours and hours long for you listeners. But you've got episode one hundred, what parts one and two coming? So yeah. deal with it. Um, <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so McLaren for me, yeah. that first race was horrible to watch. Yeah, it was horrible to watch because uh, I'm. I, mean, I I came on this podcast. I was like, "This is the year." I believe, although I look like a mug. Well, I did at that point. I said I did at that point because I still somewhat believe that some of my prediction will come true slightly. But <clears throat> you know, that first race was dire. Was especially coming off Barcelona and the things we heard about the red and orange car being the car. Well, that's beat. what I was. That's what I was going to say. Like it, you, you, you say, like you said, you came across as a mug, but. Everyone who was watching went, well, based on all the evidence, it seems like Ferrari and McLaren are going to be title contenders. And they still might be, because like you said at the start at the top of the top top of the show, like it's A, it's such a long season. B, we're at the very beginning of of a new set, a completely new set of regs, which is very different to being at the end of a stable set of regulations. Because there are these big jumps that you can take. And clearly, between races. Three and four, McLaren slash Lando's side of the garage found something. I think you're being harsh. I think you're being harsh. Because I, I was going to say, I'm going to praise Danny Rick this season. I think overall he's closed that gap. Maybe, I mean, again, maybe I don't think he has the understanding and the, the perhaps the way of the with the car that Lando does. But you look at him last year, and we obviously got the win in in Italy, but um, in Monza, but that was one in a moon. Whereas this season, actually, he's been really close to Lando, to be honest. There's not been many blunders. But He's had a same... year, though, isn't he? He's had I, a year. Yeah, but I would say the same thing with K-Mag and uh, Shumi, if you're going to put it that way, you know. There's that little bit, there's that extra gear that Lando has compared to Danny, but I'd say Danny's done a solid job. More than solid. 
I mean, he's done it well. You know, I, I mean, never. obviously, obviously, you know, I'd say Imola is the is the exception, but that wasn't really his fault. Racing incident, in my opinion. Imola, yeah, you're, yeah. Not getting, you're not getting through from the back unless you had a 20 21 Mercedes in the back of it and took them all out. But um, I mean, even still, like one one little mistake. I mean, look at science, right? I mean, he he one mistake <sighs> earlier on in the in the weekend can really screw you up. But in reality, his teammate made arguably a bigger error, uh, just a, a, a different time that had a more uh, obvious outcome there and then. But they, they were both prone to mistakes. And, and obviously, yeah. um, well, that was slightly concerning, but that's a different conversation. But I mean, I, I, mean, I, I just I, think... I, I will say this. In, 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 in defence of Danny Rick before we move on to Ferrari and stuff, I'm going to look at the race. I've got the rest up here. I remember Bahrain was a write-off. None of them were scoring points. They were both dead. Then you think of Saudi Arabia, in which Danny Rick was right behind Lando, and unfortunately his box gave out. Then you have Australia. Well, actually, he was pretty much with Lando. They were... You know, he, Lando was like what two seconds ahead. That was just for the sake of ease, I think. I think they were both quite on the pace. And you have this weekend where, again, qualifying you didn't do too bad. So I think Kevin, I think you're being a bit mis- uh, mean to Mr. Ricardo. Maybe, I think you're but... being a bit mean to Mr. Ricardo. I think you're just a Lando fanboy. I am a um, fan. Of, I'm a huge fan of them both. But what, what I would say is, it's Danny Rick. Like I, we yeah, all expected. I think, I think more. Danny Rick's overrated. <laughs> I think Danny Rick's overrated. Well, that's like, that's different, though, isn't it? But we all think, thought Danny Rick is no, going to be. I, I would just say I love Danny Rick. You know, I love Danny Rick. I think he's brilliant. He's my favorite, like favorite personality on the grid now. Kimmy's left, um, you know, and that is a sad <laughs> thing. I mean, you know, but I just I don't know. I, I I I'm back in Danny Rick for another good season, a better season in in terms of proximity to Lando. I, yeah, like you look at the results and you can't really judge it because Saudi Arabia, he was right there again with Lando Norris, really. It was very minimal. And he, I think he was, wasn't he ahead when he DNF'd? I think he was ahead of Danny. I, I mean, but that, I mean, Lando. who knows? I mean, who knows? I mean, that's, but who knows where I it would have gone? I think you're a Lando Norris fanboy. I, oh, I, I, I am. But I don't I, dislike Daniel Ricciardo. I, I know, but it, if but I what I'm you, saying is, he's if I asked you who would you want to win the world championship, Lando Norris or Daniel Ricciardo, oh, you would answer Lando Norris. Lando Norris, of course. <laughs> but, but what I um, what I mean is, what, what I was saying is, like you know, I said, like, yeah, but he's Danny Rick. This is the person who was at least the equal of Max at Red Bull. I know that Max was a bit younger, but he certainly was a concern for Verstappen as a team. Oh, absolutely. And so, so he goes to another team, and he's like, stuff, yeah, but. I think, again, you're being quite harsh because, like I'm saying, you can't really judge him based on the season yet. You say he's had a year and a bit. Yes, he's scored, you know, 11 points. When you look at the, the circumstances around it, he wasn't going to score in the first race. He was going to score in the second race, close to Lando Norris. He did score close to Lando Norris in the third race. And in the fourth race, he qualified close to Lando Norris and then crashed out. So I think, really... Yeah. Maybe you're I right. Don't, I mean, I don't I, know I, what you expect. I'm going to bat the corner of Danny Rick. I love Lando as well. I'm just saying that I think to still say that stigma is there, I think at this point is unfair. Because I feel yeah, like we've I not that's, had... that's, that's, that's a valid point. That's a fair comment. And I think you're probably... Uh, yeah, he's due, he's due a bit more slack. On he's had a bit of bad luck. He's had a bit... Speaking of, bad, speaking of bad luck, Carlos Sainz. Um, yeah. Oh, I really wanted this guy to win. I mean, he's still I really, again. Look. I know, I know. He's, I know don't forget, I, this is a man but, who's in the best car on the grid still. I know, but he's not the best driver in the best car on the grid. And it's, 
Um, there you but go, like I said earlier, did, did, was no, he? I'm was sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charles Leclerc massively dominant. Like uh, this is this is something we can contrast more, right? Carlos Sainz just he's had two races now where he's crashed out. You look at those first two races though. Charles had them all over. Like although they finished close together, there's been a 10 second gap, or it's been Charles versus Verstappen. It's very clear it's a Charles Max fight and a Sainz Perez fight. Um, for me, I think. And that's really yeah, unfortunate. I, I I think for signs that comes down to confidence. I think he's got no confidence at the minute. I think. Well, you're not helping that uh, with you with that attitude. Oh, Car- Carlos, I love you, man. I think I love him. I really <laughs> like him. I really, I really, obviously, I love. He's, he was very loyal to McLaren when when we were on the up again. So I have nothing but love for the man. I I wanted to do work for Ferrari actually, and I'm happy he's got the extension because he deserves it. He is. I think he's been speaking of underrated drivers. He might be one of the most underrated of all time until this season, if he could get a bit of consistency going. Because, but what I don't understand is the amount of slack you'll cut Danny Rick for being, you know, and then you no, but that, no, but that's... and then you won't, you won't give, you won't no, give Carlos okay, the same. Okay, okay. I think there is a chance Carlos can win. However, I think Leclerc is better. You which is that, what is that, we're, we're look essentially at the mistakes. The same... Both of them made mistakes. Both of them made okay. mistakes, which cost them big. But one was oh, in the well, race. Well, and one, well, one Charles ha- is stupid. Um. <laughs> but I just think you know you you can't give a massive pass. I'm not giving, no, by the way, the, I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying that shit, Carlos Sainz is a shit house. I'm not saying that at all. But I think he's, he's to, no Ragunathan in your eyes. I, I think you need to also look at the fact of how the mistakes have come about for Carlos. Lots of crashes in qualifying, in Imola, in, in quali. Not not in the the race was a racing incident. Quali. Yeah. Then then Australia was just an absolute fucking mess for him. That was just yeah. poor. Whereas yeah. Danny Ricks have been the car. Unless you want to, I didn't take the racing incident. I didn't take the racing incident into account because that's a racing incident for both of them. Neither of them were at fault. Two to one didn't go in that space, you know. But Carlos has been a bit more slippery. If I said to you, would you be surprised if next race science won it? No, no, exactly. No. So that means that means that means that really, with four races in, I mean, Carlos could still win the thing. Carlos could still win the thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, look, if Charles Leclerc doesn't score next race and Sainz wins it, there's exactly. 25 points back on him. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would that would put him on two seconds, 63 points, which would uh, put him close to Charles Leclerc on 86. Uh, and then essentially it's a fight straight shoot. But yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, maybe look, maybe it's because I'm worried if Charles doesn't do it, the Max is going to do it again, and we don't want that. Um, but. Yeah, Carlos, he's had a good start. I think he, he just needs to get that consistency going. I think he has proven that he can be up there with them. But I think, for me, if he wants to win a championship, these mistakes need to stop. It's not just the car. It's I agree, clearly. but I would I would say the same about Charles. Because oh, Charles is the same. Yeah, Charles was I mean, the same you can't in, win. In you England. can't win with these mistakes. And I know that. I know that. Like Lewis made mistakes. He made at least one. Well, thinking of like Imola last year, he made one in yeah. rain. He made one in, uh, in Azerbaijan, and there were probably numerous things that you don't sort of realize at the time. But yeah. they all say, don't they? You know, like to win, you really have to be so consistently oh, mistake free. And and I mean, at the moment, who's the who's mistake free? Well, it's it's Max, because I don't know yeah. where Lewis has gone. To be honest, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but I also want to give a quick shout out to one driver. That driver is uh, Valtteri Bottas. Um, <laughs> I think he's had a great year at Alfa Romeo. I'm and I'm I'm really happy for him. I have to because look, he got a lot of shit as the Mercedes team, rightfully so, because he wasn't a good. He wasn't good in terms of Lewis Hamilton levels. He wasn't there. But I'm so happy that he's gone to a team like Alfa Romeo. I think then he went to Alfa Romeo. When I'm so happy he's in the sport. But Christ, he's just going to be at the back. And thankfully, he seems to be able to work that car. What what I what I keep thinking whenever I see him and how he's positioned relation in relation to George or Lewis is he must be quite smug about it at the yeah. time because he's just thinking well, I could have been in that seat and I'm thinking fuck I'm not I mean sorry I don't you know. still, no you can you, you can you can you can. <laughs> John the Taurus, he says the c word on every week he's on okay so it's, uh, it's fine um, but yeah no absolutely and I think. Valtteri Bottas, uh, I'm just going to say it like that because Daniel Ricciardo's got that in my head every time he says it. Um, I think has been sublime, genuinely sublime because well, that's strong. Not, no, I for not not in terms of it being championship strength, but I think in terms of where you look at Joe Guan Yu as well, he was obviously fourth race in Formula One. He's going to have time to get good stuff. He's really taken the team under his wing, scoring 24 points already. That's a decent constructors haul. Based I mean, on don't one forget, he's yeah, he's he's not. Maybe at no, Lewis Hamilton level, but he's not a shit. Box. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's why I'm happy for him that he's been able to go to a team where he can show that. And yeah, I really like him. I think he's a really good. I don't think he's aggressive enough, but I think he's a really fair racer. Maybe a bit too fair, but at the end of the day, Bottas, I think, could be one of the people. He could be a sleeper hit of the season. Perhaps get a podium at some point if things go his way. I think it's between him and K Mag. Really, I'm not saying on pure pace. I'm saying that if like some crashes go right, or, yeah. Him or K-Mag, I think of those two drivers in that mid-pack that you can really go, those are the two that are going to capitalise on that kind of situation. I mean, K-Mag almost did it in one of the races. He came like fifth. He was this close, you know? So, and I think but you have to put Bottas in that same level of just, he's gone to a new team in four races. I know it's a different car, but he's gone to a new car after driving the same car for four years. He's done what Daniel Ricciardo couldn't in that aspect. He's got to it straight away. You know, and yeah, he's clearly very adaptable um, because it's it's more than a new car; it's a new engine. I know that it's um, uh, that sounds a bit trivial, but they, they the, the drivability and the understanding of how oh, to of use course. it. Of course, well, that was that that was the big thing with um with uh, Danny Rick, wasn't it? When he moved, he was like, "Oh, the engine." I yeah, well, he'd been behind a Renault for a long time, so yeah. in one form or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I mean, yeah. I think um, you know he has done well, and he is a he is a you know more than worthy of a seat in F one. Obviously, at one point he was in the top seat in F one, but just the problem you have is your teammate is the greatest of all time. Statistically, statistically, statistically anyway, well, okay, before, yeah. But... Before before we get some people, I mean, he is he is in my opinion the greatest, but I never saw Schumacher drive. So, for okay, me, one of the greatest of all um, time, <laughs> debatably. Uh, I, I think I oh, know you know you know I'm a Hamilton fan. Um, even though you know some people aren't, but I I'd say yeah I think Bottas has shown now. I think as well because it must have been difficult for him for a few years to not be able to reach that, and I think also getting the public scrutiny. So maybe to kind of come in and kind of not do it on the level, but to say to who it may concern and sort of be like, no, I actually am good enough to score regular points, put me in a decent car, yeah. I can be the talisman of that team, and you know obviously look. Let's talk about Joe Guan Yu quickly. Nothing special, but not off the boil. 
um you know no, and um i mean th- 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 this is this is somebody who i mean it's so hard to know he's literally had four races yep. in formula one so he's not he's not a um yeah he's he, he obviously has has earned a seat in f1 as much as anyone earns a seat in f1 if you come into the bottom team obviously bring a lot of money with you but i'm not saying he's he's got there solely on money um um but you know i'm pretty sure yeah. that <laughs> That Mazepin could have beaten me at a go kart race, you know. He's not. He's not terrible. I reckon you could beat Dimitri. Um, <laughs> but Maybe. yeah, I have to say that I think Jacques especially with the positivity of that for me, like it's not the best car in the grid, but again, that's the brilliance of the season. Any car really, even the Williams, with Alex Albon at the wheel, can score points. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, yeah, and, and this is just, this is what goes back to what I was saying earlier about it's about, exciting, isn't it? It's exciting because to go, any driver can score, it's exciting, well, it can be because of the, the, the youth of the regulations. Yeah. If a team unlocks something or, or is onto something, a concept, because obviously, some of these teams that have, uh, I think Paul the rest of us saying in, in possibly in practice about some of the teams Mediums. that have got on top of. The porpoising have almost—I mean, this sounds a bit harsh—but I've almost lucked into it. They've gone, they've gone down a road of development, and they've gone. Porpoising's not a problem so much. Uh, they've got something else that keeps it under control, or they, they're still porpoising, but it's compensated for with the philosophy for the rest of whatever it is. So, it's perhaps it, yeah. some teams can take these big leaps forward. Oh, oh, if only, absolutely. if only they, if only they go. That that's the thing, and and if they can nail it. Obviously, it's more likely the further you get up the grid because um, the, the the money that you can have and the resource you have, which is why I think you know, although they've said no, no, look, we're out of the championship now, you know, but Mercedes do have the development capacity, even with the cost in the cost cap era, to be able to oh, go. Of course, this is the thing, and then and they'll be back. Of course, you know, who um, knows? I, I, I look, you can't deny the power of Mercedes, and they've got some brilliant people working there. The Boffins at HQ. They're going to get onto it and, and do some stuff. But let's look at the bottom of the table. In, not, not in 20th place, in 21st place, Nicholas Latifi. Now, <laughs> Nick, now, Nick, I need to talk to you because I backed you. I was like, Nick, this is your time. Not Why? Because <laughs> I like him. I like uh, him. I like, he's, uh, he's meant to be one of the nicest guys on the grid. I don't dislike him at all. Nick, Nick, mate, please. You've not quite been shithouse, but you've not been far off. Please, mate, you're behind Nico Ulkenberg. And he's not I mean, even, <laughs> you know, he's not even done many races. Mate, okay, Nick, so you, you're your Scapito, whoever, who's, who runs uh, Williams, I think. That's him. How long do you give it? Before you go, do you know what, Nick? Um, Nick. Oh, it's not working out. It's not working out. It's not out. working out. Because this um, is what his third year. Get 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 Nick Latifi out and put JB Chadwick in it next year. I'd love I to mean, see there, there are there I'd are lo- there are other I'd options. Lo- is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, she's really good personality as well. The one thing we've got in Formula One right now is these rich veins of personality, right? You know, I think that's really cool. I mean, you know, we got rid of Mazepin, we got rid of the biggest personality can be riken on, but. I'm not saying biggest and smallest it was a strange one with, with Gibby yes. wasn't it <laughs> it's kind of the biggest and smallest sums you up as well but, yeah. Um, but yeah it just it's for those never showing you again no never you know especially when she's a proven winner yeah 
Absolutely. I mean, the whole, the whole. And I get, I get. We've seen people miss out. Oscar Piastri should be in the sport, in my opinion. He will be at some stage. He's got to oh, be. Please. Um. You know. I hope we get some more seats. Hopefully, more, we get some more seats. Hopefully, we get like some a, more seats. Like I say, more, more than, more than, more than, than uh, whether you're a guy or a girl with Formula One. I really, honestly, think it comes down to how much money can you bring, and that's the problem. So if you're not getting the sponsors, you know, it, it's a systemic thing. Without without getting on a high horse, it, it's a bit the patriarch in action, you know. The, the, oh no, you can't absolutely. Get up the rung, if but, you know, you might be good enough, but you haven't. You can't be if you get to a certain level. You sort of oh, hit of a ceiling, and you have no money. Yeah, it's all about which is that why money. when when Ron Dennis asked uh, was asked uh, years ago, Ron Dennis, the who's Osri was the. the I know uh, who Ron Dennis is. The principal I, I, of McLaren. I, I, I know well, we who Ron Dennis is. Will we see a female Formula One driver, uh, 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 you know, in the next whatever? And he said, he said, probably not within my lifetime. Not because he didn't think there was anything, cap- you know, they were incapable, but he just thought that the system set up in such a way that it's not. Yeah, it's also a shame of the, the lack of seats in Formula One. Hopefully, again, with the budget caps, teams can maybe go, oh, I might dip my toe in. I, I've not, I don't know if that's the thing. I don't look at F1 news that much on the outskirts. Yeah. So I don't know. I think for a long there. time, the, the, the talk of the town, has been that in some form the Volkswagen Audi group, who own pretty much everything, will enter Formula One somehow. Whether it's under Volkswagen, whether it's under Audi, Audi one, one of the one of the other things they own, whether they'll buy out a current team. Uh, oh, and, and, we need more teams. We need more. And teams then compete, so but they might then compete under that team, or you know, it, 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 who knows? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, that 20, 20 cars is is a pretty decent amount, really, in terms of racing. It's just whenever you get, you see these drivers like Olkenberg, Piastri, even Chadwick, you know, um, missing out. You kind of go, huh. yeah. I mean, but for, for, you know, that's that's Formula One, isn't it? I mean, it's, oh, of it's, course, it's nature of the beast. Um, the higher, the fewer. Well, yes, uh, but also I'd say for Williams as well, it's a bit uncertainty because. How long will Red Bull allow Albon to to stay at Williams? I'm still you know, unclear. Could, uh, could they pluck him? I'm still unclear as to whether he's under contract to. Red he, Bull is. he is. He is. He is. Okay. He's got so a Red that... Bull. He's got Red Bull on his helmet, so I assume. So that's how you. That's how you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I think I think Albon. I think oh, it's, it's so difficult for him because I don't see him ever getting back into that Red Bull seat, but. If they if they've been off Sonoda or Sonoda's pretty good this year. Sonoda's pretty good so far. But I mean, so so is you can't get you can't get rid of Yuki. You can't get rid of him. He's, he's too good. I'm a Yuki stan. Big up he's got Yuki. A, he's got a messy apartment as was revealed by Drive to Survive. You think you'd clean it before they come in? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix are Netflix are on the way. Let's clean the apartment. Ah, leave it. Leave it. It's fine. Right, the elephant in the room. Like okay. I said, we've come, we can't really talk about the World Championship because it's full race in and we're not going to make a prediction today because it's yeah. pointless. Again, if these podcasts are popular, we might do more. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. What the hell? What, as, as in what, what is going on? Uh, yeah. I suspect that it's... A combination of last year, the end of last year, how it, how it, his headspace, yeah. uh, time, and yeah. his natural kind of 
uh, style. So these cars are apparently, well, they are fundamentally different in how they generate lap time. They, 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 they generate downforce in, in an entirely different way. Um, so it's almost like George Russell has been king of shitboxes for three years and can drive, you know, he's kind of used to maybe a bit of unorthodox thinking. Lewis Hamilton hasn't been in that situation. I, it's still Lewis Hamilton, and I think given oh, absolutely. Time, given time, he's gonna he's gonna be he's never not won a race in any year he's competed in Formula One. My, even when he, my, my question to you, this is a big question: If the current trajectory stays the same, is this the last year of Lewis Hamilton? Uh, if it stays the same for the whole year, I think if they're in a mid-pack team who's sort of pushing on the podiums but mm, not quite getting there, maybe is this it? I think he's he must be looking around over his shoulder and thinking, what am I? Why would I? Why would I continue to trail around at the back or the midfield behind my teammate? So I think that's a strong possibility. Uh, obviously, he's thinking of buying Chelsea Football Club, so there's already a gap. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I, again, I look, I'm gonna, it's going to be one of those days where you kind of go, holy shit, like. You know, for me especially, because it's weird. I, I know obviously. What do you mean to you? You're a bit older. You've seen drivers come and go, and you know, Shumi and stuff. But for me, that would be the first big one. Again, this icon. If that's the same when Seb goes, if, when the day Seb leaves. Yeah, I'd say I mean, even I... more so. You know, even more so for me than when Raikkonen left, because when I've watched F1, Raikkonen's always kind of been. He wasn't the Ferrari in his second stint, but I wasn't World Championship winning it, right? Whereas if Seb goes, I remember watching Seb as a young boy. I remember watching Lewis as a young boy. And when those two go, and if it's the same year, I might just cry. Um, you, you say that, and yeah, it's always sad. I remember when my hero, when I was younger, was was Hakkinen. He's the, one of the drivers that I was watching. With, good, old, good old Mika. Good old Mika. Yeah, and, and I remember when he went, I was like, oh, it's not the same. But but there, it, the story will continue. Like, I know it's... Um... Oh, of course. Like, it's not going to be the end of Formula 1 if they go. No, and, uh, and, 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 and exactly. Like, Hakkinen used to say, like, this isn't a sad time. This is a happy time. I'm still here. I'm still going to be around. Everyone's still going to be around. I'm just not going to be in the car. Like, it's fine. Well, I don't think Lewis will be. I think once Lewis no, no, no. We'll I don't think we'll ever. I don't think we'll ever see Raikkonen ever again. I think that'll be him done. I think. I think we'll see Seb a lot. I think we'll see Seb a lot. I think Seb will yeah, come back. Yeah, completely, completely. I think um, Seb will join the F one. I think he'll join the Haas Formula One team. Perfect Schumacher. Could well be. But but yeah, I, overall, I think to wrap this episode up, obviously we're four races in. Next week we're going to Miami. Yeah, um, well, are we? Because I mean, there was some there was some downcast over what? that. What? Well, what? because what? the residents the residents are unhappy and they launched an eleventh hour appeal as to uh, trying to sort of injunct the race. So I think it's, I mean, it's it's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> I've not I've not heard anything since, so I'm assuming after after ahead. after all the money going in and how long they've known it's happening. For them, to, I mean, for, them to, for them to do it now was kind of like, yeah, it's kind, prob- kind of like when you're a uni student and you forgot to do your assignment, it's during two hours, you text your lecturer going, sorry, my dog at the computer. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it um, probably will happen. But however, I've, I mean, I mean, this is again, impossible to know. Looking at the track, my immediate reaction was. Uh... Oh, yeah, but it's a spectacle <laughs> race, isn't it? It's a spectacle yeah. race, isn't it? You know, um, yeah. And I think overall I'm excited for it. I, I have to admit, I it's like you know, 
for example, when things like us, like when Doctor Who was in the cinema from the day of the Doctor, when Doctor Who breaks that kind of echelon of being just for like the niche market who watch it and people go, holy crap, it's the 50th yeah, yeah. Doctor. The Miami Grand Prix will bring some big eyes onto the sport. Which at the end of the day, I mean, it doesn't need anymore because right now it's still another boom period, but it doesn't harm it. Um, and I understand people going, don't get rid of traditional tracks. I get it. I'm the same. I like a traditional track. I love a, I love a Hockenheim. But in the, the day, would they rather have a Hockenheim on the calendar or a Miami where they're going to sell so many more tickets, have yeah. more celebrities there? You know, the other day as well, I think as fans of sports, I, I, maybe because I, you know, I, I, you know, I've known this sort of stuff for a while, but. I've never sort of had that vindictive sort of, oh, why are they doing this? Why are they not catering towards the Because at the end of the day, we're already there. They don't need to cater towards us now because they're never going to watch. You know, at the end of the day, I think these races in Miami and Vegas is brilliant. Like, uh, like it's, brilliant to, it's brilliant to go, oh, the sport is big enough to literally rent out the Vegas strip. It's almost like for, for you know, I mean, F1 has been sort of trying to crack America for forever. You know, and it's had numerous like Dallas, Indianapolis, and it never, it never quite hit as hard in in America, is it? Like, I mean, obviously, people know what it is, um, but it's not. Obviously, it's not K- like Kota has obviously been a successful yeah, 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 it has been. But this is now the third race in in the US, so it's like well, second currently. It will become the third. It um, will become the yeah, but I mean, so they've announced that the, there will be three. So the Vegas baby, um, yeah, exactly. I don't but, want to see them going down the strip at two hundred miles an hour, you know. Oh yeah, obviously we'll quickly have a look at the schedule as well. So obviously we've got Vegas coming up. Um, I'm going to ask you for a prediction: who's going to win it? It's literally based off nothing because this season's absolutely mental. But I think th- this this is um, I think uh... who's going to win the US Grand Prix? Who's going to win the US Grand Prix? What? The, the, which which one next? The Miami this, one. This one. This one coming up. Miami. I'm going to go for Lando. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi. It's not um... Latifi. He's never he's never going to win a race. <laughs> Right. First of all, I'll say as well, uh, but we'll wrap it up now because obviously I think it's all the thoughts we can really say at this point going into four Grand Prix. In. But what I will say is, you guys really wanted more F1 content, so this is what I this is what I will say to Kevin now. I'll pitch this to Kevin, see what he thinks. So obviously we did it. We did it at race four. I'm not doing every four races. There's too many. That'd be like six F1 podcasts in a year. But I will say, happy the to. midpoint. <laughs> the mid the midpoint. Oh, roughly is is the, the British Grand is is the British Grand we won't do it for, we'll do it before the summer break we'll do it leading right. in I think I think that's a good okay. one yeah, yeah. Uh, because then the hype's still in the summer break people kind of switch off for a bit uh, it's like doing a Doctor Who podcast in the off season that's kind of no point yeah, um, yeah. but the British Grand Prix will be at round ten by that point we've done ten rounds of the series we're in, in the midpoint early July I say we do another one then. And we kind yeah. of we, we okay. see where, we'll see where we're going. I think, well, we'll, I think that might be. yeah, we'll we'll know we'll know a lot more about the shape of what where how the season's gonna be by then because I'm like Absolutely. four races is a tough is a tough ask to say. Oh, I mean you can course. know you can know who the front runners are, um, but I'm but you know I I honestly thought McLaren were gonna be up there. <laughs> they still might be, but they they certainly weren't in the first three races. We might have a twenty third race still to come because they've not repla- we've not announced a replacement yet for for um yeah that grand prix um so uh, we might have a 23rd one coming on the way but uh kevin do you want to quickly yeah. shout out your socials and your chops ah uh, my socials i don't know off the top of my head um 
It's Kev Parr, isn't it? It's Kev Parr. It is. On Insta, it is. Yeah, Kev Parr on Insta. That's right. I'm, I'm glad that somebody knows what they're doing. It's not Kate. It's because you always uh, like my photos. You like my photos, so it comes up. Oh, well, you put out some nice stuff. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> if you want to check out the Genesis arc, or one word, on Redbubble, uh, please do. I'll have my... the description. Yeah. Um, you say that, but nice. it really is, isn't it, Alex? No, it always <laughs> is. I don't put it in the description once you're not on. Are you, are you going to sponsor me? If you give me two pounds an episode, I'll put it in the description. There you go. That sounds use, like a deal. That sounds like a good deal. Use, use code timeless at checkout. <laughs> give me a discount code and we'll talk. Um, but... But yeah, obviously check out check out Kevin's stuff. Of course, you can follow the podcast at the Timeless Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter at AlexKing underscore Dom, and you can follow me on Instagram at Alex underscore King underscore Dom because they wouldn't let me have Alex King underscore Dom. Very, very professional, Alex. Very, very, very annoying. You know it all by memory. Well, at least because I say it every week. Oh, fine. I mean, it's kind, become, listen, it's, right? kind of, it's kind of become muscle memory. Um, it's kind of like when I go, "Hello, everyone, and welcome back to us." I do I do the same pitch every week now because I've just sort of got you got it, you know. It's kinda of like kinda of like when they get used to porpoising. That's what it is like. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who do you're a Doctor Who fans, you're also watching this next week, episode hundred, part one. We will be ranking uh all the Doctor Who episodes. Uh we get to a midpoint, I can't remember the exact number, but uh it's it's in the middle somewhere, like hundred and twenty something. Or no, a bit lower than that. But you get the idea. So Find out what the worst of our Doctor Who history is according to nine of the podcast contributors. I did ask Kevin, he didn't reply, so he can do Did it. you? I did. I texted you guys, do you want to join the spreadsheet and you know put, put your opinion on some Doctor Who episodes? And you were like, you didn't reply. You honestly, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I mean, I honestly haven't seen all of them, so. yeah, but I haven't seen all of them. I just, you know, there's something like in Excel called you know, a um. You know, a formula which you can edit depending on how you rate an episode, and you can still come out oh, the same average. Wow. Okay. So, so I could have just, you know, for episodes that you haven't seen or I haven't. Well, I mean, seen, you're, you're telling me that now, Alex. Like, you know. Oh my god. But yes. Anyway, guys, we'll see you all soon. Take care. Thank you all so much. It's been a lot of fun. Goodbye. <laughs>